Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to one slide request. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Tawanda's Live Request. You know, the Instagram fucking quarantine edition. We got the homie Sam in the building. What up, Sam? What's going on, Sam? Shit, chilling, trying to get through this fucking quarantine shit. We just talked about John Henry and how trash that movie was. I couldn't even finish it, so. How's it end? Uh, It ends with, they all in this lawn, they all on the lawn, and then, oh, the dike, the dike turns up. So the dike turns against Luda. Did you see the dike? Did you get to the no, dike? I, I, I didn't get to the dike. Oh, uh, you just got to watch it. It's too much to explain. There's a, there's a dike in the crew. And the all-white crew. So you seen the all-white crew. Oh, oh, I see the all-white crew. I like the all-white crew. There's like a dyke in the all-white crew, but Luda run the all-white crew. Yeah. So there's a dyke in the all-white crew, and she turns against Luda. She's like, I ain't just going to be killing people for you when you tell me to kill people. Blah, blah. I'm a dyke. And then... Um, <laughs> that's exactly that's, that's that. Yeah. And they end up on the lawn with, with Terry Crews and Luda, and they're having their standoff, and, and Terry Crews got Luda like got the drop on Luda and then Luda tell the dyke that she's like shoot him because Luda's like I don't shoot nobody I just got all these niggas that kill for me so yeah. he's like, shoot him and then the dyke bitch like nah I ain't going shit for you nigga and then Terry Crews hits Luda in the head with a sledgehammer does it like had like get blowed off or is it just like it like blow it's it like does a thing all right, as long as it does a thing, that's all that matters. If it, if it doesn't do the thing, then it's like, that's that's a waste. That's a complete waste of our time. Also, but, the, yeah, dad, the, dad, to... the dad stands up. The dad walks for the last 10 minutes of the movie. Wait, what? How does he start dad. walking? He says adrenaline. <laughs> that's, the, that's the reason he gives. <laughs> He's like wheelchair ridden, and he goes like, and then he stands up, and then Terry Crews goes, you can walk. walk. And he goes, adrenaline. And then he, but, but not only is it adrenaline, but he's, like, walking for the next, like, 15 minutes. Yeah, like, and he goes, he's got the oxygen mask on. He had the oxygen joint. Oh, no, he don't need that no more. He just so, like, so, like, so now the adrenaline is, like, like, do niggas know what adrenaline is? No, clearly. No. Adrenaline's vibranium. That's not yeah, how it works. But it's also <laughs> just like if that is how adrenaline works, then niggas with fucked up legs would be getting that shit like diabetes diabetics get insulin. Exactly. I mean, if that just if it just turns your legs up, nigga, like adrenaline shot right here, nigga. Give me a hit in my thigh, baby. I'll be walking for six hours. Exactly, nigga. Shit. Like no, that's not how that works. Not, not, no, that can't, that can't, that can't be it. But shout to niggas trying to use some side of medical term to just you know explain. It was, I mean, it was halfway right. But Dylan has made people do crazy acts, uh, you know, exerted energy in ways, and we've seen people lift cars and all that shit. Like that's true. So they kind of halfway knew what it was. Yeah, but it's also then they were like, let's. Take it to the max. Let's turn it up because they forget. Like once adrenaline wears out, you get back. You and go back to being fucked struggle. up. It wasn't even like he was like, Ugh. he just jumped up and started busting niggas. Damn, it's like that's <laughs> it was so crazy. Got up and started fighting. Yeah, he, shoot, so I, he got up shooting. Which also you can shoot from a chair. You can. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, but yeah, better aim sitting down. 
man who knows man exactly but it's like the fucking racist grandpa who somehow who somehow knew spanish because i was in spanish class in 1980 like, no he was because he fucked spanish bitches he was a g he had he was fucking he was knocking a spanish bitch off yeah, in, in, in 19, like 1975. That's how he knew Spanish. And never forget, never forgot Spanish. Like, nah, man. The pussy was too good. Yeah, but he was wild racist. He's like, ah, oh, that <laughs> bitch is in the gutter. She got to stay in the gutter. Like, how do you know Spanish? I don't think he was racist. I think he just didn't want no gutter bitches in the crib. I think gutter bitches was universal for him. It could have been a gutter bitch. Anybody could have been a gutter bitch. He had just decided that she was a gutter, a gutter bitch. bitch. Yeah, that's true. Also, I gotta wonder how many gutter bitches has he brought back? This can't be the first one. This can't be the first one. This can't be the first one. That's why he was tired of it. Yeah, exactly. That's why he was tired of shit. Like, it can't, it can't <laughs> be the first one. <laughs> He's like, yo, this is the eighth time, my nigga. You keep doing this shit. <laughs> you keep doing this shit. Every bro. Saturday, you go out and come back with a gutter bitch. That's that don't speak English. That don't speak English. And that I don't... gotta live with this bitch, and my legs don't work until adrenaline kicks in. <laughs> and now, yo, the, yo, the adrenaline kicked in. And ain't nothing <laughs> stimulating happening around here. Exactly. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> <laughs> this is all I live for. That would have been a way better movie. He just keeps bringing bitches that back. That to get to places where he can be stimulated so he can walk. Yeah, that's what, that's what, that's what I want. That's what I want. That's the whole movie. That's the whole movie. So you have to like push him into like gang fights. Yes, yes, that gang is shit. Let's go. 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 He does that shit just to do regular shit. Well, just to go to the store. Like he got to be in the middle of a gang fight. He pop up. And he's like, like, all right, man, let's ride some bikes. Uh, he like leaves the gang bike. He got like an hour on a bicycle before you got to take him to another crazy. Yes, it's time. Yes, it's time. So there should be a sequel, John Henry Two, where it's like Crank, where you're just crank, trying to get, you're just trying to get the, the dad to drama. It's yeah, like yo, because his goal is to run a marathon. So he has to get into yeah, drama. At every like stop, every like, mile, every every leg tight on the marathon, John Henry got to hit a nigga with a hammer. Exactly. Flash that motherfucking head off. Oh my god. So that nigga could pop up. Yeah, now, going, like, now, the, now the cops is after him. Like, yo, why all you get? Why, why is hammer nigga hitting people? And so we gotta find and it. Like my dad, my dad, my, my dad, dad needs it. My dad needs it. Y'all don't even understand. Y'all don't even understand what's happening. Only way my dad legs work. Is a nigga with a hammer? <laughs> Blacks his fucking head off with a hammer. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucking stupid up, man. That, that's a better movie, bro. At least the hammer means. At least the hammer means something. The hammer would mean something. Like, all right, word. This is a magical hammer that makes that makes a nigga walk. Okay. I hate my neighborhood sometimes, bro. Carlons, be going off all the fucking time. That exposed brick is cool though. Oh, nice, nice. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Like, it's, it's it's a nice it's a nice touch. But then it's like it's also weird just walking on the street and be like, oh, so so this bloods live here, huh? I'm just like, what's hanging out the bottom of your TV though? Oh, that's just like uh, I can adjust. Like I can adjust it. So let's say like I want to. Oh, like to like. Something. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Or something to the side, to the force, to the back. Okay, okay. I had an old one that was dope. That used to like it used to come out, and I could just I could angle it with yeah. whatever way I when wanted. it comes out, but I never feel like it's straight. Yeah. Like when I pull it out, I always feel like a little bit like this. And it's, and it's and it's fucked and it's fucked up. And also, I don't trust that shit because I had it like that. I pulled it out. And then the TV I had legit fell. Well, that off. wasn't that shit. You didn't buy the right harness. We I know it was. This. I know we talked you, about this you shit. You tried that. to cut corners and you didn't buy the right thing. I was just excited to have. So thing. don't blame it on the 
the, the mechanism. I'm not blaming it on the mechanism. What I'm blaming it on is like now I'm now I'm skeptical. Now I'm like, all right, no, I you should that be shit. skeptical of yourself and your decision. Yeah, that's part. That's yeah, that's part not, of it. So, the, so, so <laughs> skepticism is now like, all right, I'm gonna avoid situations like that because I know what's happened before. So that's instead a of bigger approach. Yes, exactly. Exactly, bro. I'm not going to get it. But you did like with niggas like you. I don't. I don't go. I don't, I don't yeah. go down fifth street. Like you like, how the no fight happened? It's like they caused the fight. It's like, well, there's yeah. no problems. Not I don't drink honey no more, bro. Last time I drank honey, this shit happened. No, that was you, nigga. <laughs> that was you, bro. <laughs> it was you. <laughs> it was you. Alright, so Sam, what's your favorite song, bro? In the whole wide world, I or just, do. Or just, or just in, the, in, just in the moment. Doesn't I do not have one, but I've been listening to so much Drake lately. I was listening to Fireworks, actually, before we even got on the phone. Oh, Fireworks. Um, I was listening to that first album. Oh. Uh, so I got I to gotta live in a Drake world. And if yeah. I had to pick a favorite Drake song, it would have to be The Ride. Yeah, and then play that shit. It would have to All be right. The Yo. I remember, I re- you know, I remember. I forget where we were going. I forget where we were coming from. It was bad late at night. Somewhere bad. What? Somewhere <laughs> terrible. Somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. It was somewhere awful. where we had a good time. Like it wasn't any. We had a good time, but it was yeah, like we, bad comedy. Was that? It was. Like, we were coming from Cambridge, so it couldn't have been anything good. Was it Cambridge or was it somewhere like out? No, like out I remember we were coming. We were coming. I mean, we whatever way we came from, we might have been in Newton, but we had to come through Cambridge because. We were listening to it where that that old school shell station is. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Cambridge, we were coming yeah, yeah. past that. Yeah, shit. exactly. Yeah, we were we were by that. We were by that shit. Yeah. yeah, my memory is good, even though I smoke a shit ton of weed. We were and then you were right just like you okay. were like yo play this. You like play the song real quick. And I was yeah, like, what? Right, that's my shit. Because it's what's crazy is like I remember the version of uh, Take Care that I had. I never had this on it. Cause like what? Yeah, that, that, yeah. So, so I, I had that's never such heard. an incomplete. I know, right? Fast, bro. It, yo, so like, oh. what's crazy to me is "Take Care" was still one of my favorite albums for like forever, but I never it's heard this until that day, and I was like, "Wait, what? This is the best song in the whole yeah, shit." Yeah, yeah. This is the it's Drake, the best. This is Drake song. on his shit. This is Drake is talking about like the whole shit, man. Yeah, man. Nick, and it's Nick, always like right? elevation with him. I don't think so, Nick. You never heard of this shit? I don't think so. You never bro. heard of Ryan? The ride is like that's legit. Like that's the oh. best song. To listen to after like a show or some shit. It's just, oh man, it's such a good vibe. It's uh, it's like, it's and it's legit. like it, it's like it, it's like whatever. I don't know. It's like whatever level you at. It, it's weird. I like to like graduate with songs. So it's like when I when I first listened to the ride, I was just like just like I was just like. I was like in my mind, I'm like, I feel you, Drake, but it's like only a relevance to like niggas at open mics. <laughs> it's not yeah. like a real, but I'm like, yup, that's how it be. Like Sally O'Brien's and shit. Like, just like, what is this bullshit? But then it's like, now that I'm at this level, I listen to the ride and it, it's it still resonates, but it's like different. I just yeah. think you can always you can always listen to it. it and is. It, it'll always like some will hit you in it. Yeah, because like that's another thing too. Because it's like the first verse is just about like, and the first verse is always like the struggle. I'm just like, just like, damn, I'm at this point. I'm at this point now, but shit used to be so crazy before this. And the second verse is kind of just like how I got to this point. And the third point, the third point is like me going back to the first, and seeing like what my life was like. Like, damn, I'm going back yeah. to my hometown, seeing these old niggas being like, damn, I used to be, I used to want to be, I used to want to be one of you. But like, also, I love that the whole song is so like, like the micro. It's like going to the mic after you've already been past the clubs and shit. Yeah, I just also like that the whole song is him reminding people like, you don't know me, 
Yep. Because you you can never like go through what I went through, so you don't have any real perspective on how I feel about shit. Yep. You only have what like you think you're picking up in the music, but you don't even really know what I'm saying in the music because you ain't never really been through this shit. Mm-hmm. So you're you're picking up surface shit. You're not even really picking up the shit I'm like really laying down. Exactly. Also, you won't, you won't feel it till it's all raining down on you. That's the whole point of that shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Till everybody say they love you, but it's not love. And your suit is ox blood. It's such a like, like you're flexing, you're styling. You you now know colorways like that. Like, you know what the fashion colors are for the fall. You know your suit is ox blood. You know the color. So you're like, you bad nigga. And everyone's, but you won't feel that till you, you're getting everything you want. But you don't feel anything you need to feel yeah everybody telling you love you but it's not love you know what i'm saying but i'm still winning exactly. it's like such a way to yeah. paint the picture i feel you bro it's also like what i love about this song too and how like how like drake when he's really in his bag makes timeless music and it's because because even from like the beginning of his career he always had a plan of what he was gonna do so it's like in the music, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do this. And you flash forward 10 years, he did, he did all those things. So you see that song again, and you're just like, damn, this nigga was on his shit. Cause sometimes you hear niggas, I used to remember listening to mixtapes and shit, niggas be like, yo, my album drops, it's gonna be lit. But it's like, album never dropped or coming soon or part two. It's like, no, you, you did this, now you put all your energy into this thing, you didn't plan anything else. Yeah. You talked wild shit about how you can have mad bread, now you don't have mad bread. Yeah. Drake was like, oh shit. I don't be that nigga. I remember even on fucking what you call it. Um, what's my, this? This is my other favorite Drake song. Oh, so far gone. Say what's real. When he was just like accounts in the minus. When yeah, everyone wants to see like the highness. It's like I'm broke now, but I'm still gonna be balling later because I know yeah. what it's gonna be like. He's always and, like where he is, but always like also where he's going. Exactly. He's always very aware of that. So yeah, it's like it's, he's always in two places. He sounds cocky in the moment, but you go back in the past, and it's like, oh, he just—he wasn't cocky. He was just saying what's gonna—he was just saying the shit was gonna happen. Yeah, it's like when Baby because that is always gonna come off as cocky until it happens. Yep, same way Baby Bruce used to call. Yeah, Baby Bruce used to call his home runs. He pointed like I'm going going over there. He hit a home run and went over there. Like he wasn't cocky. He was just right. But if it didn't go over there, and that's what great—that's what great niggas are willing to do. They're willing mm -hmm. for it to live and die on their shoulders. Yeah, that's the. You gotta that's be it. willing. You gotta be willing to take the L's and the W's. Oh my God, and yeah, because those L's hurt just as much as the W's feel great. Because yeah, those L's, it all, like, it all balances man. itself out. Yeah, yo, shit. What's the L you remember taking? You were just like, God damn. I don't know, man. I try not to think about that shit. Because for me, like, I feel like I don't know. It's hard. It's so many. It's not even that I try not to think about it. It's just like so many that I don't. I can't even. I don't know when that was like. Hmm. I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. That like really like rocked the nigga. I'm trying to think of the last time I lost when I was like shit. I feel like it was probably more life related than career related. Yeah, exactly. Because that's 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 all that's all that matters. Because life yeah, and career to me. I feel like it's probably like a life L, like not a career L. I can't even think. Yeah. The one I could think of for me is like I remember we were all there for that when I did Black Nificent Two. That was two days, mm-hmm. and, and yep. then they were and they were like, "All right, so you didn't make the money you were supposed to, so you owe us like fifteen hundred dollars." 
Oh yeah, I remember that. that was and funny. then, and then, like, I had to so I had to pay them back all the money I had. Like, for that was the entire. Yeah, that was that hilarious. Was, that was my entire. So, was, so like, I, my account was negative for like I think a month. Yeah, you were fucked up for a minute. Yeah, my, yeah, exactly. My account was negative. I couldn't pay nobody on. The, I couldn't pay nobody on the show. My car was literally like on fire. Like it was smoking everywhere. Yeah, I was yeah, going. yeah, yeah. Your mom was heated. My mom was there. Yeah, my mom was tight. Yeah. My cousin, yo, I got, I got, I got, I got ghosted by that girl. I like Brooke. I got ghosted hard. I couldn't yeah. accept that shit. Also, you were fucking moving. Yeah, you were going through a lot of stuff. I was, I was, I was yeah, I had to get a, had to get a, a, the reason I got a job, I got a, a day job was to pay people back for that shit. Yeah, you were going through a lot of shit. That was, yeah, a, yeah that was a lot. It was a lot. But it's also like one of those type of L's where it's like, I try, I stepped out, I had the boss to do something on my own, and this shit is going bananas. <laughs> like, Bro, those, yeah, those shit was... always are like the worst because you're like, I can only blame me, nigga. Like, I, I, I did it all, bro. I remember, like, I, I, I think the day after I, no, the day I, I dropped up, I dropped the check off, right? I drove, I drove back to my parents' house. I walked upstairs, I sat on my bed, I curled into a ball, and just started crying. <laughs> I locked, yeah, for real. I got like, I like, I like, I got, I got fired from a job that I got like two weeks before. That's what I mean. I'm like, damn, what's an L like that? Well, I really was just like, it's, there's no hope in the world. What's beautiful is I can't remember the last time I felt like that, but I, I also know I for sure felt, like, felt like that. Yeah, mad times. You know what I'm saying? Word up. Definitely felt like that mad times. But you know what else is kind of beautiful and hopeful in this weird way? And I'm a little high, but it's true. That's how you know how temporary all those feelings are. Facts. Because now that you asking me this right here, right now, I'm like, I can't tell you like, what a time like i know i felt it and i was devastated and i thought the world was over but like what it was yeah i don't even know exactly bro that's the that's the beauty of it because it's just like i don't know you remember the feeling but it's like you like even like me i never felt that way in comedy i can't lie there was nothing comedically that's ever happened to me that was like it's over. Because I always knew, like, I'm going to just keep doing this shit. There would be shit that was super frustrating. Shit that was super, like, why the fuck is, why, why are they doing this? You know what I mean? But it was never anything comedically that, I, honestly, that I could think of. And maybe I need to think harder. But it's never a moment where it's over. Even, like, when I bombed real bad in Asheville. That was, like, my first festival. And I was so hyped. And I had brought niggas out. And the whole nine. And I ate a dick. At least I always felt like I ate I, I remember that. Yeah, I remember that. I, I remember I that. I remember it. It was terrible. I remember. I don't... I, I didn't feel like it was over, though. I just felt like, oh, you needed to take this L. Yeah. And then yeah, you're, and you're like, figure it out. I, I just never felt that way when it came to stand-up. Yeah, nothing, I mean, there's nothing mad devastating like that. To be honest, it's kind of like even as I just like I described that L I was talking about. I just remember when we were like when we used to ride around and stuff, and it was like we weren't up good, we weren't winning, we were we weren't losers. But we were just like we're just like we're trying to figure shit out. Oh shit, we're out of gas. Oh shit, our phones don't work. But it was like it. We never had. We never lost hope. Yeah, like it was I always like once I found stand up for real, and I like found myself in it I was confident like I was gonna be doing it I can't say I was gonna be great or whatever I was just super confident like I'm gonna be here and I'm gonna be doing this shit so things started to feel real temporary at that point 
Yeah. Well, it was like, oh, this is just a thing I got to get through to get to the other thing. And then this is just a thing I got to get through to get to this thing. So nothing really would like fully take me off my square. She would be annoying, but it never really knocked me off my square because I always just felt like it's just going to be a long ride. So it's going to yeah. be a bunch of shit and you just got to be kind of in for the ride of it all. Yeah. Um. You started comedy like late, right? Like 20. I was 29. Yeah, I think yeah. that's part of it. That's a that's a that's a big part of it because like you saw because you saw the world. You know how you you know just in in life and shit, things are very temporary. Mm-hmm. And like, I remember that's something I had to like I had to I learned it. I watched you so much. I watched all the shit, and I didn't get it at the in the moment. I was always just like, I right, I don't know why she's talking like this or why she's acting like this. But it's like, oh, when you're 29, 30, it kind you're kind of just like, and you don't got patience for shit. Yeah, you don't got mm-hmm. patience for the same like, shit. You see shit quicker. Yeah. I think like, cause you know, in, in like in Atlanta, I fucked with music and shit. So I had kind of like a lesson in like chasing a dream and shit before this shit. But you just, you can point out the, the fucking, the Fugazi shit. And like, I didn't get into comedy for friends. It wasn't a social thing for me on any level. It was always a means to do something. So I came in knowing what the fuck I wanted to do. I knew exactly where I wanted to be, the type of creatives I wanted to be around, and what the fuck I wanted to do. I knew that the first open mic I did. So all them niggas just seemed like things in the way from the shit I was trying to do. So it's like there was really nothing none of them niggas could have said to me that would have, because it was like, y'all aren't even nowhere near where I'm trying to be. So your opinion of what I'm doing doesn't matter. Your attitude don't like none of what you on matters. Cause like, I'm going to be around this type of shit and we not even going to be talking. <laughs> like we're not even going to be yeah, in the exactly, same right? We're not going to, we're not going to associate. We're not, Cause I'm not here to be cool with you niggas. Yeah, I'm not I'm even gonna, here to figure you niggas out. I can yeah. give a fuck. I'm going to forget your name at some point. I, yeah. It's going to, this is, this is a means to a fucking end. And that's all it ever was to me when I was in Boston. It was like, this is a way to get better. This is a way to get stronger. This is a way to become a better comic so that I could get to the stages I want to get to. Yeah. It's not an outlet. It's not a social group. It's not a hang. It's like, this is a way. Because I don't want to hang with you niggas. Nope. Like, y'all niggas, I want to hang with, like, motherfuckers that can influence me that can that i can it, like some shit we could be doing some shit i don't want to hang out with you motherfuckers bro then I, my friends are cooler than you niggas yeah. i Yo, got friends that's what's so funny to me because it's like your exact sentiment is like literally the exact opposite of how i felt when i started i was like this is an outlet i just want to make friends and i try to make friends and i realized like as i was trying to make friends i was like and a voice in the back of head was like you don't like any of these people why do you want to be friends? You don't, you don't like them. Why do you want to be friends with them? And I remember like when we met, me and you used to class because it was like you would say shit that the voice in the back of my head was always saying. And I'd because you'd be like, yo, why you why do you enjoy these people? Or why do you want to be here? Don't you want more? And it's just like, what are you, ta- like, what are you like, talking about? Or like, we're done. Why don't we just leave? Yeah, it's like, bro. Like, <laughs> like, we don't need to stay here. Exactly. Yeah. Like, let's, let's, like, get, let's, get, let's go. Happened. Let's go. But we got to go. We got to go. Here, go. It's like, I know, and I was like, nah, I got to eat these raw sausages, bro. And like, hang bro. with these niggas that can't do anything. Yeah. 
And it was like, I was always going to the next comedy thing, but I didn't feel a need to sit in anything. It's like, yeah, all right, right, let's go to the next show. Let's go. Cause it's all this, it's all the same. But what I'm gaining is like stage time, it reps and people seeing me. So my name start being in people's mouths. So then when he showcases and he shits come through, my thing was to try to circumvent everybody. Like if I just beat up enough stages and I rock enough shows and I kill enough, when these showcases come through, they'll ask for me. And then, then Rick can't be a gatekeeper. He doesn't get to control shit because they'll be like, wait a minute, what about this person? Because it, yeah. it, will, it will go past his fucking reach. Facts. Facts. And it was just like... Rather than know. trying to get this nigga to like me to do yeah. the thing. Exactly. You don't want to hang with these people because, as you said before, your friends were cool. I remember, you, I remember when, we hung out, when we hung out with your friends for the first time officially, I was like, damn, this is just way better. But that was also because I grew up there. I think yeah. that matters. Like, a lot exactly. of motherfuckers had moved there to do comedy, so their whole outlet was comedy, but I was home. My whole family's in Boston. My my all my all I went to, like, high school, middle school. My friends, yeah. my real friends are there, so I would be leaving my real friends to go do stand-up. It wasn't like I was yeah. in an empty apartment. Exactly. I would have to peace out all my niggas. Like, let me go. And they'd be like, you going to Cambridge? Fuck with What the fuck? And I'm like, yo, I gotta go do this shit. That's why for a while they never came. Yeah. They never would even come to the show. So they're like, whatever, nigga. We'll be here when you get back. So once I was done, I'm like, I didn't get back to my niggas and like what I like yep. to do. That's what this it. is just, you know, so even when I was doing the the networking, as shitty as it's gonna sound, it was all work. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I was man. never like hanging out at that shit like this is where I would rather be. It was more like this is where I have to be. Yeah. And I better learn to like it to some degree, and I better start to try to at least find people I can fuck with in this because if this is going to be my career and this is really what i want to do then nigga i gotta fully do it i can't have one foot in and one foot out facts facts but yeah and i met you i met nick it was there was people i met with it was like all right now this is fine and i I can hang around these niggas yeah you know what i mean like and and it could be cool but i was never on no i need andrew mayor to like me shit like i don't (laughs) i don't and i don't care like yeah. I, I truly don't give a fuck. But yeah, that shit exactly. never mattered to me. Yeah, because it's like yeah, because they weren't because they weren't your friends, and it's also like, also it's one of those things where it's like I always see things this way. You're not too. my friends, and you're not my you're not my comedy peer. Yeah, in my, in my mind, you're my peer right now because this is where I have to be. But in my mind, you're not my peer. So yeah. it's like there's nothing I can gain from this. Also, I can't like feeling weird yeah i can't i also can't i, yeah, I can't i can't bring my i can't bring my people around you and right. not in this like, I, I don't feel like it's worth like i bring my people around you and i can't say oh this is my homie and then have an actual homies there but who the fuck it doesn't it wouldn't it wouldn't match yeah that's, but i also just that's how i judge all my motherfuckers that i could like really push with push with you know i wanted to be around comics that i thought were gonna push me and i was gonna push them and we were open to push each other you know what i'm saying like the friends that i have now that are truly my friends in comedy you know jack langston chris red michael che where i could be like i don't know about that shit mm, i don't know or they'll straight up tell me like eh, that joke is like i don't know or maybe this or maybe that and we could have those type of conversations and i feel challenged and i feel like yeah you know, that's dope. I want to know what you think about what I'm doing. Yeah, I feel like at that me. time I was in Boston and all those niggas thought I should want to know what they think. But I was like, you're not the type of niggas whose thoughts I want to hear on um, what the fuck I'm doing. I don't, I don't want your assessment. 
That's how we. That's how we. That's how we met. And you were like, "Yo, fuck this nigga, bro." Yeah, like, that's why are you even listening to this? No, I know that's how we met. And you were just like, "All right, so like, I you tell you said this story all the time. Like when we first met, you told me what I could be doing. And I was just like, "All right, whatever." And you, it was like I said some shit to you. I saw it go one into one area, one out that out the other. And you're like, "All right, this is another one of those corny niggas." But then somehow we got cool and we became friends. Yeah, that worked out, and that worked out. At first, I didn't like you though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I didn't like you either. I didn't like nobody though. Yeah, I, the, I was like, at first, I didn't like Langston either, and that's my best friend. I just was like, all these niggas are sus. I just can't like. Mm. I think that's a I think that's a Boston thing. That's a very much. I don't like because there's most people. Mm-hmm. There's most people I meet. I don't like them when I first meet them. I'm always like, who the, the first time this? I met you, you gave me a note on my set, and you didn't even say hello. Don't make it. Weird. I thought I yo. I, I didn't. I didn't like. I said I, yo. I'm not saying, but I had a reason. I, yo. I know. I know. There's a reason, and I kind of. And when I said you didn't like me, yo, you, we were at Nick's. This nigga rolled up. He didn't say, "Hey, my name is." Because you know, no, no, I mean, no, I met you. Like, no, 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 because I met you. Because I know. Because I met you. I met you before. I met you before that. I met you before that. I met you. I met you with Sally O'Brien's nigga. I met you with Sally O'Brien. I remember me and you for real. Yes, yeah, yeah, we all. Yes, no. It was you. You were standing with Sean. You were standing with Sean Bedgood. We're at. You're at the bar. You're like, oh, it's my nigga Sam. Oh, what up? I dapped you up. That's when we met then. At Sally's. At Sally's, nigga. I didn't. I didn't. I wouldn't walk up to you the first time ever and be like, oh. Before Bro, I, I, all I know is I didn't have a solid memory of you, and you was yeah. giving me notes on my set. Like, exactly. I thought that was crazy. Yeah, that was that was the first memory you had, but that wasn't the first time we met. And, and also, you know you're me. lucky you didn't end up on the list of niggas I hate for life. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. there's a long one. All right, Jordan, relax. But you were cool. You were <laughs> cool though. We ended up being cool. Yeah, I pretty. Because like, I don't know how you didn't end up on it. Like every time this nigga's on a show, I'm a bury him list. But you just didn't. What was it? Because I, I thought that was wild. I was like, yeah. "That's crazy that he's telling me how to do." And was, I had watched your set, and I was like, "This nigga should not be telling me nothing." That yeah. was my internal feeling. Like, no, <laughs> you don't get to tell me shit. If you told me that, that would have been. I'm like, oh, we've been friends fast. I didn't know you well enough to tell you that yet. But and you, I recognized. But, I recognized who I was at the time. Like you were still like, if we're being honest, at that point, you were still more of a veteran than me. You still had you had more leg leg work in the scene. Niggas knew you. Niggas didn't know me. So I, it was like I'm not gonna just fucking blast your fucking head off. You know what I mean? But like, I looked at you like I had no respect for what you were saying, and I walked away from you, which yeah. I thought was enough to be like, don't do that to me never again. But, but it was like, like, feel like yeah, I wasn't gonna argue with you. But you're like my nigga. We both from Boston, bro. Like, I don't I'm know. Like, I don't you. know. Like, I don't know I don't you. Know. You don't know me like that. I'm like, I, I never I felt like that. I needed to move in comedy like that. I always felt like my comedy was going to speak for itself. I don't need to have all that conversation with you. You're going to see me rock enough that you're going to learn that you should have never said that to me. That's how I felt. Truly and honestly. I was like, you uh, see me What I felt, what I felt is I saw you rock and I was like, word, she took my advice. And when did you realize that wasn't what happened? When you told me the story. When you told me the story. <laughs> when did you realize? That when you told me when, when you told me the when you told me the story. Because I definitely don't even remember your advice, and I just kept doing what I wanted. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, but I was like, yeah, she gets it. She well, gets I it. I didn't listen to you at all. Like, you was fucking white bitches wearing weird hats, nigga. You had no length in my world. I know, I nigga. Like, I, yeah, hey. 
I'm not saying I was right. I'm not saying I was right. I'm not saying I was right. This nigga doesn't even know what I'm saying right now. Yeah, he's always on talking about. This nigga in boat shoes. Yo, I used to wear Sperry's and shit. That's crazy. I know I had so many weird hats, bro. I listen to you now. Yeah, now I'd be like, all right. Maybe I need a maybe I need to pay a little attention to that. But back then, I I get it. I get it. It's just funny because like it's funny that you're so. You though that you was like oh she listened <laughs> yeah of course I'm, yeah of course I'm so way to <laughs> oh I helped <laughs> no maybe. yeah I just, I, Tawanda, I did, do you remember the advice no oh <laughs> bro it's so crazy no 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 no, no 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 the advice was I was like you should go to slave he that no was, that was not that's, 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 that's what it was that's what it was that's what it was I'm not lying I'm not lying I'm not lying I'm not lying I told her I know Nick I told her to go slave two weeks later I saw a video of her slave maybe that's the last thing he said I was like yes that might have been the last thing he said so one thing was right that might have been the last thing and I don't remember that I don't remember that all I remember it was it was specific to a joke I did and he was like oh I think the people would might feel it better if you doubted it, it was something like, nigga, get out of here. Cause, cause, no, I remember, <laughs> no. cause the thing is though, cause all right. Also, I remember, I remember the joke. I remember what the joke was. I remember the joke. The joke was, I was dating, like, she, you like, I was, I was. Oh, the African clitoridectomy joke. That shit was so fucking funny. That I used to, I love, I love that. I love this shit. I loved it so much. It wasn't even a sense of like, oh, it's not good. I was like, oh, I just want. No, to. you liked it, but then you tried to. You should have just said I like it and kept it moving. Then you tried to give. You tried to give extra. Hey, hindsight's twenty twenty. I, yo, <laughs> I wasn't here for that. That was yo. I remember the first time I heard you say that shit. I was dying. I forgot about that joke. Yeah, that joke was so. Nick, have you heard that shit? I don't think so. That's such a oh. That was like it's, one of the first things. That I was on the first joke when she was just like, yeah. what? I think you were talking about how you're a new lesbian, so you're like, I'm gonna date an African girl because she doesn't have a clitoris. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, it was some shit. Yo, I just remember. I just remember. I just remember being like. The amount of like the thought process that that whole thought process is like that's a, that's the start of it. I shit. had an African. My girlfriend was my first girlfriend was from Liberia, and I used to always tell her that I was like, "Oh, you don't have a clitoris." I used to make fun of her over clitoridectomy. So, yo, remember that time you told the African nigga at the store across the street from uh, what's it called? This is across the street from the factory. You told the African nigga you don't eat, and the nigga was like, "Well, actually, I have three thousand calories a day," and he got so offended. Oh yeah, like I was just saying some records. He, he's like, actually, I, 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 and he like, told I, me his calorie breakdown. And, we were, and I, I looked at, I looked, I was like, I was like, you're a fucking corn. That, that was clearly a joke. But it's also like, that's how much you know, like niggas don't think Africans eat. That he was like, no, bitch, I'm gonna give you the calorie count. <laughs> I be eating. <laughs> hey, nigga, I'm, I'm, yo. I'm at least 500 calories over, bitch. Nigga, All right. Some, but, but, yeah, but sometimes, <laughs> some, yo, sometimes niggas don't be eating, bro. I had an eating disorder, nigga. I, I, there's, there's, I didn't eat for a while, nigga. Skinny you had African. an eating disorder? When I was like 13, 14. Either. Yeah, no, but if how I am. How, how do you become this, Tawanda? Because let me explain the thought process, all right? Let me explain you the thought a process. Fucking eating disorder. Yeah, nigga. Because it was like no, you did it. Yes, I did, nigga. You well, didn't have a fucking eating disorder. It was just I was eating very poorly. That's not an eating disorder. Well, I wasn't. No, I, I was That's like called being an American. No. It's what not were called, you doing? Tell me what it was. What, I just how wasn't was an eating disorder. I was like, all right, because I used because I was a chubby little kid. Then I wanted to lose weight, so I stopped eating like a lot. Like uh, enough that people were just like, "Are you good?" But also, I go, to, I go to school. But well, this is this, this is the second half of it. This is where I was like, this is where I was thinking stupid. 
where I was just like, all right. Instead what of like, grade was you in when this happened? Like ninth, tenth. So you just was lazy and you didn't want to work out and you wanted to lose weight, so you just stopped eating. Okay, go yeah. ahead. And then I that's was not like, an eating disorder. Yeah. That's a decision to lose weight in an unhealthy way. That's a, that's a, that's what that's a, that's, a, that's an eating no, disorder, bro. Eating disorder is you can't stop yourself from doing some shit. Let's stop. That's that's that's, 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 no, that's like that's like that's like that's like that's like stage four, stage five, stage one, you, stage stage one. Not, so you stage doc, one. Fine. When, a doc, when, a, when a doctor was when my doctor was like, "Yo, you need to you need to do this, this, and this." That's different. Also, it's the, it's the second part, but it's not really a disorder. It's me, it's me being a cheap nigga. I was like, "Yo, deal with this I can, I, mad days a week." How? Because no. it's because I was like, I stage I one. <laughs> it's probably stages, nigga. What you mean? <laughs> what you mean? It's such a white woman thing to say. I have yes. stage one eating disorder. Shut stage the fuck one, up, yes, nigga. nigga. I'm trying. I'm trying to steal. I'm trying to steal their culture from them. Go you ahead. Know, man. Go through the same shit. You so got now, it, bro. So now I was like, yo, I could take this money that I'm not using to not to not eat food. I could buy kicks with it. That's, I saw. I just started buying mass sneakers with that money instead. Go buying the food. Yeah. So these are all very conscious decisions. Yes. That aren't, that aren't compulsive or impulsive. I mean. Okay, but it's still a disorder. It could be, nigga. I'm Google that shit right now. Right. It, could, it could be, nigga. Maybe it's not. But I mean, it was like, it was an eating. It was a thing that was a problem. It wasn't like, it got to the point where it was like, all right, this is like not good. Like, when I was like, Did your right. parents had to be like, hey, man, you need to eat. And you was like, I don't want to. And you started crying and shit. I'm not that much of a white woman, bro. That's, that's super white lady. So what happened? How did you stop? I don't know. You just started eating? No, what happened was like, <laughs> it wasn't. it wasn't that. I think it was like, what happened was eventually I got on Adderall and shit, right? When I took lots of Adderall, like it was like that's why I, that's why I, I, I didn't eat shit. I, like Adderall also just suppresses your appetite and shit. Yeah. So then I got like I got stupid. Like when that's when remember when you first met me, I looked fucking crazy. Yeah, and that old picture of you. Yeah, old picture. You're like, yeah, you're, you're yeah. like skinny, like stupid. I'm like I'm like skinny, skinny. Like I was like, because I thought like, that was the Adderall, not an eating thing. It was a mix of both because it was just like I. But so you were just white woman spiraling out. Yes, I was viral. You were eating. You were and just taking And then I think, I think, I think what what stopped everything was I was like, all right, at the time that was like, a girl came over to my crib, and like my dick just couldn't get hard, and I was like, all right, this is a problem. It still doesn't sound like a disorder. It just sounds like you made a bunch of bad choices. Yeah, it could be. You it, didn't it want to accept be, how bad they were. To it could be both. Hurt. It could be both. <laughs> it could be both. It could be both. I'm not saying I'm not. I'm not, I'm not denying that. I'm not denying like no. He's a. He's a it could be. A, it could be a mix of like. I bad. think you were fully fine with the bad choices, and then your dick didn't work. You was like, hold up. Yeah, that's 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 what I'm saying. Think about me eating sandwich. Yeah, I can't be I can't be a medium anymore. Just dick back, just dick back in action. That's what happened. Shout out to that girl though. She was patient. 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 That girl was patient. I appreciate that. Oh man. <laughs> that's that, that really happened. Like, just, she was patient. I appreciate that shit. But now I'm living good. 
I was eating raspberries earlier. You eat so. now. I know yeah. that. Yeah. I've been seeing you eat food. I'm not worried about you. Yeah, you see me eat a lot. Yeah. But I now, think... if I see you start eating less, now I know you got a disorder. We got to go full in. Actually, wait, 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 wait. I remember I was, no, I was, no, I was dating another white chick in like in college and she was telling me about her eating disorder. And I was like, all right. She was like, you know what I do sometimes? I was like, what? She's like, sometimes. I chew food that I just spit it back into a bag. And I was like, mm-hmm. nigga, what? That's an eating disorder. That's what I was like, oh, shit. That's an eating disorder. That, 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 it's that, compulsive. That, that, it's obsessive. That's, that's, You're that, hiding throw-up jars five. under your bed. You that's were doing the, that? Yeah, that, that's, that's stage five. That's stage five, right? The that's was just like, go to the gym or not eat for two hours. I'm, I'm just not eating. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's not a fucking disorder. This is why I don't tell you shit about my life. If I tell you shit. Yeah. You're just like no. You're just, you're just like yo. Like you're, you're. I hate when you're like no. You're wrong. It was. It was. Bay, bay. Can you close the door? Because all your edges drama is coming into the podcast. <laughs> you go, you loud as shit, and now the podcast people know about your edges. Can you close the door? Thank you, love. But yeah, when I when she was like, yeah, I y'all ripped back. her edges off with a wig for the Damn. last time because they ain't coming back. Usually they come back, but them shits is like, we tired of the abuse. Damn, nigga. They gone, babe. Run away, love. Shit. Yeah, you done beat them up too many times. And they never coming back. Who should have played that song last night? That'd have been funny. He did. No, you played one. You played one away love at the end when they were just playing records. Oh, all right, and he all right, played right. one minute man finally, baby. Finally, but now the bathroom door is open, so you didn't solve the problem. Yeah, but uh, shit. You gotta oh. edit it. Yeah, we got. Yeah, yeah, we got. <laughs> no, we, can, yeah, we, we can keep. We can keep that shit. I'll go for it. Oh, we can keep it. Keep me talking y'all about her edges. Yeah, <laughs> but um, shit. What was I gonna say? Oh, um, we can play that shit though. What? He did you play that shit? Word, word. That's what's up. So, um, the next segment, <laughs> uh, we got to ask, what's something that's on your mind you're going through right now that you need a song for? What am I going through right now? You know what? Weirdly, I'm in this, uh, if I really, if I really want to be honest, mm-hmm. I'm in a weird transition of like, it's weird to be in this state of quarantine and be thinking about what's next because you also feel like nothing's next, you know? But I'm also kind of like, I've done this special, it's done. I don't know what to do next. And and I'm not able to get on stage right now to like work out new ideas, Mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm writing on these shows and they're not my shows, so I don't love them, but I love learning how to do something I don't necessarily know how to do learn the process so i'm kind of like in this thing where i've done the thing the the whole reason why i started this thing and weirdly was just to do an hour special you know mm-hmm. and yeah. all the other stuff that has come from it has just been like oh shit this is cool this is cool but if i'm being honest i didn't think i was gonna write for snl i didn't have that as a thing to do or even write for tv honestly i didn't think that i thought maybe they'd let me write my own show or i'd have a sketch show like Chappelle. really like 
thinking my path was that of a stand-up, 100%. Uh-huh. Just, I'll do stand-up, I'll do the special, the special will go crazy, then people will like want my opinions places, and then I'll, you know, have a sketch show or something, you know? And yeah. now it's kind of like, I'm building this other career alongside this career, where both of these things mm. are kind of happening in tandem, and in very different ways, where I'm learning how to produce, and I'm learning direct how to direct in a weird way by being behind mm. the camera so much and like yeah, that's cool. i'm starting to see my artistic choices that i even made for myself in my own special play out on screen and i'm like oh you're good at making those type of decisions and you know what you're doing and even when i'm writing i'm finding myself in these writer rooms and i'm not as throwing jokes out as much as i'm talking story and structure and how we move a story and like where we're finding these holes where the story's not moving. And so I'm in this weird place where I'm like, I don't really know what the fuck is next. Hmm. As much as I thought I knew what was next, now the world is open. And I have to realize that my idea of my life and the future that I had thought for myself eight years ago when I had first stepped into that open mic at fucking Rogie's was limited because I hadn't done shit yet. And now the world is like open and I'm like, oh, I honestly don't know what the fuck I want to do. I I had to get here to even start to see what I wanted to do because where I was, I didn't like none of them options. So mm. now I'm here with options and I'm like, bitch, you don't even really know. Hmm. That's if that that's makes any fucking that makes, sense. To me it sounds like <laughs> but that's yeah, to me it sounds like you hit a crossroads, not to say a crossroads, but it's just like you uh, you had this, yeah, you had, you had your initial thought, your initial goals and whatnot. And then to accomplish that goal, you did all this, you're doing all this other shit. So now it's like, what's the next one? It's like, I don't know. Because like, the world, like, before it was like your world was so closed and it was like, there's only one thing. Yeah. Now it's so open. That's and you're just what like, what the fuck? It's like, right, so it's where like well, I-, I could do that. I didn't even know I could do that. Yeah. I mean, I, and I, now I I'm like, like, oh, I could do that. Yeah, I that's do kind that. of dope. Maybe I like doing that, and now I'm like, oh, I could do it. And 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 knowing I could do all of them at once, I don't yeah. have to choose. I could do that and do this, and it's like, I didn't, I because I wasn't, you know, niggas, niggas ain't niggas. I hate to bring it back to that, but it's true. Like niggas ain't presented a lot of options. So no, even when I picked this, I felt like you just gotta go hard with this, and that's it. And then that's mm-hmm. gonna do, you know. And I still feel like stand up's the tree. I just didn't realize the tree was going to produce so many branches. Yeah. that's. And now I'm like, whoa, like, oh, shit. Maybe I want to do a one-woman show. Maybe I want to, like, the show I wrote that I was supposed to be in, now I'm thinking about rewriting it where I'm not in it at all. And I just direct it and I just write it. And I'm like, it'll probably be a better show that way, actually, because it'll free myself from the mental pressure that I'm having of writing, writing and being in it. There's this level mm. of pressure that's in my head about being in it because I don't act a lot and it's like it has yeah. to still be good. Then I'm like, man, it might free myself mentally if I just took myself out of this and just chose to tell a story. And when I think about the root of who I am, that's what I always like to do. When I was a kid, I would write stories. You know, when I was in yeah. high school, I would write stories and shit, and short stories and all that. And it's like I'm starting to see it come back full circle in this weird way where I'm becoming a storyteller and like. It's weird. It's just weird, but that's where I am. I'm just like, man, right. it could be anything. Um, I feel like I'm thinking about this, right? And the, the things, the nods I'm hearing is just like, 
you've hit goals and you're hitting to this point where you have this place right now or so many options. You have so much untapped potential where it's just not, but tap potential where you're like, you know what? Anything I want to do, I can do. I'm fully capable of my abilities. I'm in full control. Yeah. And I make, it makes me think about like, you know, when I go to therapy and stuff, how like my, my therapist is always just like, yo, if you ever feel like you're out of control, whatever you need, if you need control, you desire control, you go outside, take a walk, take a job, do something, just be like, just remember, like, it'd be in the moment, be present for what you're, just remember, like, what your capabilities are. And I think a really good song that I, I like to listen to on, like, on jogs at the gym or just in general, keep myself back down from somebody who also was in a similar position um, was uh, Hustling Music by Lil Wayne on Off the Carter too. So Nick, song. play that. Play that. Because I think about it in a sense of, like, Lil Wayne, we all watched the documentary and shit that came out after, before Carter Three dropped, and it was just, like, he had done. He made his biggest album. Yeah. Yeah. He made. He made. He made. You know. He, he sold. He sold a million first. He, he sold a million first week. And yeah. remember, it was my, crazy. Favorite, my favorite part about my favorite part of that. My favorite part of that shit was like he's on the bus and they're just like, "Yo, Wayne, you sold a million first week. Everyone's going crazy." He looks dead in the camera. And was just like, "Oh, I was just recording." So it's like he's like, "I'm doing. I'm see. I had one goal. I did this shit." And you see afterwards, it's kind of. It, it, you see him. Hit me. Hit me. But like, but still it was kind of just like, and after that happens, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna start skateboarding or I'm gonna start playing the guitar. I'm not, I'm not good yet, but I can do this shit. Yeah. But I can do this shit because like, I'm only proven to everybody else. I've proven to myself how far I can go. I should go. I should go far in any way. And yeah. I feel like that energy, that energy after Carter Three, it came from Carter Two. It came from. It came from this. Yeah, you gotta do the shit first. You gotta. You gotta build that first house to realize yeah. that yeah. you wanna have a fucking neighborhood. Exactly. <laughs> but you like, gotta. You gotta throw that first house up, and that's where I'm at. It's yeah, like that exactly. first house is up, and now I'm like. Oh, I think I just want to own everything. Exactly. I didn't even realize that. I thought I just wanted to have a house on the property. You know, I thought I just scoped out some real nice property. And I was like, it'd be nice to live over here. And now I'm like, oh, I, I think I want to own the whole the whole block. Yeah. And, and kind of be able to decide what the block looks like. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. And it's also, yeah, exactly. And I feel like even like music, not just lyrically, but like even just the beat, the horns, all that shit, just the sound. It's just like you feel it in your chest. Like, oh. I'm opening myself up to all this. It's like I almost chose some Hope shit, but Hope is like I don't know if, I don't know if it's in Spotify or not. So Hope isn't Hope isn't everywhere, but Hope is in a similar spot. Like I was watching, I watched backstage and I watched Jesus watching last night. Right at that period, it was like Jay was at the top of his game. He was at the top. He was on Rockefeller was unstoppable. But then two years after that shit, he dropped Blueprint and changed everything. Yeah, bro. Years after that shit, he became president of Def Jam. After yeah, it that, feels like what's next. It feels yeah, exactly. very what's next. It's like, oh, this whole thing, bro. You did this shit. Like you was this is all you was planning, bro. Like, nigga, you know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. From, the, from the door. That's all I would talk about. It's like, I'm just trying to get to this hour. I just need this 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 space to say what the fuck I have to say, bro, without yeah. interruption and, and do it my fucking way. And like I used to just that's all I wanted. And I felt like that was the beginning of like building your audience. Doing your shit on your terms, and so it was just 
the main thing. It was just like, get to the hour, get to the hour, get to the hour, get to the hour, get to the hour. And now I'm there and it's done and it's happened and, it, and, it's, and it's done the way I want it. And I think that matters. Because I think if anything got shorted, I'd still be fighting for another hour. Yeah. Right? That's what's very interesting. You know what I'm saying? This might weirdly be a jewel y'all might want to say. But I don't even know if this needs to be said here. But it's like, I'm not even sure if I want to do another hour. Hey. That's the truth. Yeah. I don't know. At least not in that same form. And I'm not at a place where I'm like, I need to do another one right away. Yeah. I'm not. I'm That's not, a beautiful I'm place not. to be. But look, a, look, bro, listen, 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 like peep game real quick. I'm not. And when I first, I'm not gonna say it was, but I talked to someone who's, Nick, who's, yeah, done, yeah. who's done an hour, who's like a vet, who's done this shit. And I was like, yeah, you gonna you gonna feel a certain way, you're gonna do your first hour, and you're gonna you gonna feel like I gotta get right back up there. You know what I'm saying? And this person saw my hour after it was done or whatever, right? And it was like, yo, you didn't leave nothing. You didn't leave nothing. There was like, I, I felt that like, I was thinking that way till I saw the shit. And it's like, you put it all out there. And I feel that way where it's like, I'm not in a rush. I'm not in a rush to do it again. I don't need to do it right away. I feel like I need to live. I need, I need another three or four years just of being in the world and fucking around to even have something that I would care enough to want to say on that level because it's a lot it's a lot of work man yeah. to really put that shit together like and feel good about it you know i saw and it, now bro. that i've done it i'm just kind of like maybe maybe there's other shit to do yo i'm not gonna hold you as you're saying this and like the glare coming through the window and shit it's kind of like um at the end of Infinity War, right? Thanos after the snap. He always does some crazy shit. I was gonna get Go crazy ahead, to that. Man. I was gonna get, get crazy to that. But still, it's like, <laughs> but still, it's just like the sense of satisfaction. You know what I mean? Like you sound, you sound, you sound. This like totally, totally, totally. That's what I'm feeling. Like, totally, you're just like I did what I sought to do. I did what I sought to do. Like it's, it's like real. It's real. Like when, when I, when I was done and I was talking to my manager and shit, she was like, I really just feel like you did what you wanted to do. And I really do feel that way. I watch it and I'm like, nigga, this is, it's it. You did it. Like you didn't leave, you didn't leave shit on the, on the table. You put everything on the fucking court. You balled, you showed you can ball. You You showed how you can ball. So it's like, now I'm just ready to ball some other way for a while. I don't think I would never want to do it again. I'm not like on no shit, no special, but I definitely don't feel like I need to run to it. I don't yeah. feel like I need to run to it. I don't feel like I need to get right back on the road and do the second one. I don't. I feel like it's enough of a project. And that's what I wanted to make, honestly. Like I come from a music background. So I like the motherfuckers that drop one album every four or five years. I'm a Kendrick fan. I'm a JT fan. I love a motherfucker that make you wait. Unless yeah, they really Ocean. got it for you. Like, you know, a while. Jay had it for us. If I really got it for you, if I really got it, if I really get out in this world for a year and I'm running around, I'm like, you know what? I really got another one in the bag. I done had really enough experience in life. I'm going to hit you with something. But Yo, if I don't really got it for niggas, I don't need to be talking. Nick, Nick, play Pretty Wings by Maxwell right now. Because that's the exact same energy. Because Maxwell... I, I don't need to be speaking if I don't really got nothing to say. Yeah, yeah. That's how Maxwell, that's the same thing. Cause Maxwell, I was watching this. I watched a whole documentary about Maxwell and shit. 
And basically his whole thing was like, he dropped his albums and they were all considered classic. He takes so much, he took so much time in between them. And now he took like three, four years to work on one song. I want to do that with my comedy, man. Yeah. I just want to take time. And I want to have these other things going on, these other branches of the tree. I want them to be so fruitful that when I bring you the thing that is in my heart, that shit that's right here, yeah, I can bring it to you at its best. I'm not pimping it. I'm not just pimping it. I'm not just giving it to you because I got to, because I got to eat. I want comedy to become like dessert, nigga. Because I eat everywhere else. Yeah. So I could take my time to make this shit, just to make this stew just the way I fucking like it. You don't got to rush. No you don't got to stress. Yeah, you, you can just yeah. live your I life. Think I, I think that's where I'm at, where it's like, yeah, that's how it should be because I took my time to make this motherfucker. I took my whole life. Mm-hmm. I watched that special and it's it's my whole life and it's shit from when I was a child. There's thoughts that I have in that special thoughts, like big ideas that are in that special that I was thinking about when I was fucking 15. When I was 15, like even that fucking like in that Netflix shit, that white people alien shit. I was saying that shit 15 years old. Niggas that grew up with me are like, nigga, you been saying that shit. It's like, this shit's my whole fucking life, bro. I need to live. I need to live because I want all my shit to be a level of quality. Like, I don't want my quality to ever diminish because I'm in a rush because I'm pimping my art. Yeah, and I, I stand, I stand behind, I stand behind that. I support that because I was lucky enough to see a copy of Bell song. I felt the exact same way. I, the way I saw it, I was just like, bro, this is the nigga that I've known since like day, the, day one. Yeah. All this, all the shit you, all, all the shit you said, everything you've ever like, it all came encompassed into that. Just from yeah. even from just us talking in the whip, not even yeah. shit that was said on stage. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Just it's talking in the whip, in talking in the whip. It's all talking, in there. Talking about so it. You like, yeah, man, it feels like a real project, and that makes yeah. me so happy because that's all I think when I look at it and I take it out of stand up, I take it out of the world of just even comedy. And I look at myself, which has always been hard for me to do because I wasn't a traditional creative in the spaces that I understood creativity. I didn't know how to draw. I didn't know how to paint. I didn't know how to rap. And that's what mm-hmm. I always was presented. Uh, these are the creative things. So it was always hard for me to call myself a creative. But I always felt that like a lot of my friends are rappers. A lot of my friends are artists. I always could connect to them and I would talk to them about their projects. We could stay up all night. I could, I've A&R'd, I've A&R'd so many albums just staying up with niggas all night being like, yeah, bro, but what about this? Because that's the energy I like. And now I'm finally looking at myself like an artist. And as an artist, I feel like I bled. Like, it's just like, bro, I gave it, I gave it everything I had in me, bro. It's yeah. like, I gotta, I gotta re-up all that energy because I put it all. Yeah. It was, and it feels like a piece of art to me. And I feel like a lot of motherfuckers do specials and they just special. They just feel mm-hmm. like an hour of them talking. It's like, I just had to talk for an hour and I thought this was the funniest shit to say. It's like, the that project has so much intention. It, it, every part of that motherfucker is intentional and purposeful and means something to me and was a choice. There's not a, a point from the text of the title to the title to the coloring it's all choices. And yeah. so I feel like I made a project. And I you think did. as an artist, I just always wanted to make my project. And yeah. that feels so good that I'm like, I don't know what the next project is. Only you can figure that out. And that's the Yeah, and it's gonna take that, some time. It's gonna, it's gonna take some time. But now it's just like, people, I feel like 
a lot of times, when we are younger especially, you're kind of taught that you're, it's a race against time. Like, people are always like, oh, I gotta do, like, I saw somebody like, if I gotta make a million before I'm 30 years old, I gotta do this before this. And it's like, time isn't a weapon. Time isn't something that isn't a threat. Time is just, it's, yeah. it's a thing that can either harm you or it can aid you. And right it's now, a, you're just it's like, a way to mark your progress in the yeah. sense of like, how hard are you working? Mm-hmm. But it's not a thing to work against you. It's just a way to like, let you know, like, how I always look at time is just like, it ain't forever, nigga. So don't forget that. And if you want to do some shit, use all these minutes appropriately. But in every way, sometimes I need to use minutes to just not do shit. Cause I yep. need that. I need to mentally, because that's how I create. If I don't just go out and live and not care, like all that energy is what creates my creativity. Yeah, that's that's no that, matter of fact. That's one. That's like one of the few things. Well, not one of the few things, but that's the thing that I like. I just I I observed from you. I would watch and just be like, how you just like lived your life. How like I used because I used to have this idea of like, oh, with stand up and just comedy you're creating, you have to live a certain way. You got to be miserable. You got to da da da. You got da da da. You got to struggle with it. Was but just I like, was nah. white people shit because they yeah. don't they don't feel stuff. Yeah, they don't feel so anything. So they have to contrive environments to feel feelings. They gotta be like, and they got they gotta put themselves in places where it's like, like I struggled. Yeah, they have to really like create scenarios to get feelings that they hear niggas just spill. Yeah, niggas don't just talk. <laughs> They're like, how do I feel that way? How like, do I, uh, yeah. you saw Little Fires Everywhere, right? Not yet. Oh well, Little Fires Everywhere. This is the scene where this this young white girl wants to go to college and she steals Carrie Washington's daughter's struggle. For her college essay because she's like i don't have any real struggle what am i supposed to write about like how my mom doesn't want to you know drive me here so she steals this girl's whole scenario for herself and it's like not all white people because of course it's just like poor white people who are going through it but oh, yeah. even white people don't pay attention to them which is fucked up they don't give a fuck they don't so give a fuck about each other poor white people are so fucking dumb that they be fighting us it's like they look like you, yeah. and they have the shit, and just and to give it to you. They're not, they're not trying, they're trying to help you. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, they don't give a that fuck about like, you at all. Your main energy should be that way. But yeah. the ones who aren't poor, because even a middle class white person is doing better than a middle class black person. So the ones who aren't poor and are living in that middle class range, it's like they not they they're not having these experiences that they're being told creates art and feeling and life. They're just not because they're living in privilege. So then they contrive them. They go and they move out their parents' house and they live poor for no reason. And they have their parents' house. They're poor for no reason. Struggle for like, nothing. Why are you being poor? And they're like, because I need to be. Or they go, you I know, need to feel this. Because they're not having any real experiences. Yeah, you're playing a super Without Nintendo. It, they would have nothing to talk about. You wouldn't even want to, you wouldn't care. But it's, it's like, honestly, to talk about. they would have shit to talk about because I really want to know about your rich parents and what that is. Yeah, That's tell me what that life is like. That sounds dope. Just tell find me about a way to tell it to me, and I'll tell me about your. Me. No, tell me about your eating disorder. I want to learn about your eating disorder in a bro. real way. In a, in a real yeah, yeah, yeah. way to tell it to me, I'll love to hear it. That's what I love about. And I'm so mad I forgot her name right now. But old girl from Boston, you know what I'm talking about. She used to do the show with Maron and shit and Ryan. She moved here from Boston. Oh, oh, fucking, what's her name? Oh, Lillian, Lillian DeVane? Lillian DeVane? Yes, that's what I love about Lillian DeVane, because she's, like, privileged and white and knows it. It just be like, but also, this shit is annoying. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's I fair. I'm sure it is. She's I don't told, I remember she had a, she had a joke once. 
She had a joke yeah. once where she was just like, what she say? She was talking about how her her, her rich friends are just like, oh, I have a daughter, da, 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 da. or it's so hard finding a daycare. And she was like, I sold my own blood the other day. And I was just like, yeah. My favorite shit is the shit when she's talking about her rich friends and shit. And she, she's talking about just living and being a comedian and just being a loser in her environment because she's making a choice. And which I think yeah. is important. She makes it clear, like, I'm making a choice yeah. to do this. I could be doing this, but I'm choosing this. And uh, she was talking about how they kept offering her yeast. <laughs> like yeah. food to make bread. <laughs> this shit is mad funny. <laughs> this shit is mad funny. It's yeah, mad. I think that's a that's a misconception. I think white people have of niggas that we, like we don't just hate you for you. We like we like we like. I we love describe you being white and living your best yeah. life. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to see you just be like, oh, trying to adapt the struggle. Just yeah, just yeah, just talk your shit. Listen, and be oh. white. You know my favorite white man. Sweater around the neck. Yeah. Sweater, give me full check. Sweater around the neck. I don't know black problems because I don't have to see them. Be a Republican. I love that nigga. Be a be a be a like my nigga. My nigga, my nigga Sean. My nigga white boy Sean. I hate white boy Sean. I hate white people who research black issues. I don't need you to do that. That irritates me more, actually. Yo, I actually had to. I remember I told I had, to, I had to tell I had to tell one of my coworkers that at my old job because she was just like eh, I'm just and I was like yo look you're white you're a good person you don't have to care about my shit all well, right the other one is more respectful right when they research black shit and then you're like a study subject you're like an animal in the wild that they're just interested in right and it's a little mm-hmm. condescending but if they're just being white and they're like nigga I'm not black it's like yeah fair enough <laughs> you're not yeah. That's cool, but when they're like, yeah, like yeah. I understand you because I read a book. It's like, bitch. I understand. I did a paper. I would rather you have oh a sweater God. around your neck it's and a little just... quaff swoop and be like, I don't know nothing about your life because it ain't mine. And I'd yeah, be like, be... yeah, you go. And that's fine. <laughs> that makes sense. Yo, I my favorite shit, I tell the story all the time. At my old job, I told a chick that George Washington, the wooden teeth are actually slave teeth. She started crying. And I looked at it like, yeah, yeah, for real, bro. <laughs> Dog. <laughs> what, what's funny is like, you tell a white person a nuanced atrocity of slavery, right? Yeah. A like, you're completely like, aware of whole slavery. Slave, yeah. <laughs> what you think was happening? <laughs> They're completely aware of whole, whole slavery. The whole bag. They get it. And then you'd be like, yo, you know what? They used to take slave women's hair and pluck it out their head till they was bald and then make a wig. And put it in. A white woman. And they'd be like, oh! Like, the wig hair bitch was probably the happiest bitch on the plantation. Are you trying to do that? Shit, I gotta do shit else. That's peace. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's jealous. Look at the look at the look at this the weave. This is a bitch. guy. That around. bitch had to be bald. Like that bitch had to be a slave. Yeah. <laughs> the what fuck the, are you talking about? He's just so sad. Like how would you? How yo, it's like no shambles, nigga. Maybe fuck. Yo, I remember I saw a video of details. like details. Maybe the details. Just be like, yo, there's a whole group of people that was enslaved for over eight hundred years. 
and they, they didn't get to make money, and they got the shit beat out of them. Families tore apart. They like, mm-hmm. And then you're like, you talk- some of them bitches, they use their hair to make wigs. They like, <laughs> stop the fucking press. It's like, it's like, yeah, it's like, I mean, yeah, like, so, oh yeah, there was rape, there was rape, and they were stolen from a country, and they were beaten and thrown. Like, all right, but no, like, yeah, nah, but sometimes, all that. Yep. sometimes, sometimes it was like they use, sometimes they used to use black men as ottomans, and they had them lay on the ground. Like, bitch, they cut their dicks off. We told you that first. Yeah. We told you first that they had no dicks. <laughs> Did you miss the no dicks part? Yeah, but what about That's the hair? You had part. no dick. I'm sure a nigga would want to be an ottoman if he still had a dick. <laughs> Yo, if there was an ottoman, he's like, the the put your dick off, or I'm going to rest my feet on your back. Rest nigga, your feet the ottoman on nigga, my fucking back. I feel, like, I feel like the ball chick, the ball chick and the ottoman nigga were probably at the top, bro. They stayed, no, in, the, they stayed in the crib. That they nigga were was up straight. That bitch would just put a hat on, and then they exactly. Meanwhile, there's a nigga outside in a hot box with no dick. He's no dick, just sweating his butt. Like, damn. Got his fucking veins cauterized by a fucking cattle prod. Yeah. <laughs> and they like, nah, what about that chair nigga? That's the best nigga, bro. The fuck? The Ottoman dude don't get, get a movie. He bro, get the movie. Oh, oh. The, 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 the Ottoman? <laughs> I'm writing this shit with Gary that you'll probably never see the light of day, which is why I feel it's free to so talk about it. But we, we writing this, uh, this, <laughs> it's a work-based comedy, but based around a plantation and slaves. <laughs> <laughs> and it's making me think, imagine the chair nigga versus the no balls nigga. Like, like they all have to be in the same break room and the chair nigga's just like, oh man, today was... My crazy. back. It's like, oh my God, my oh, back is killing me. niggas like, nigga. <laughs> his voice is all high and what shit because at some point it just had to be work you know so niggas would complain yeah. like they were at a job just like nah I don't I don't like this yeah. that's just crazy funny that's, that's just for that but people can't like I don't know people just can't laugh at that shit and I think I'm gonna try to make them laugh I think that's the freest we'll be as black people it's weird I be having these weird little goals in life but I think when black people could really objectively laugh at slavery, we'll be free. I it's think like, it's like an abuse, abuse person just having to eventually just look at the situation and just be like, it was crazy. I think yeah. we're, we weren't even abused. So at some point, <laughs> we got to be able to just be like, people were being weird. Yeah. We have to be above it. We have to stop saying white people were being weird. Black people were, be, were, were fucked up. Like everyone was being weird because at some point, and it's, the wrong way that Kanye was trying to make the point, but at some point we were a bit complacent. And at some point, everyone just went through the daily routine. Yeah, because that's what that's what he that's and what he was saying. Did what they did, and the other people just did what they did. And that a bit is human nature playing itself out. And like if we can't look at it objectively, we're always gonna be fighting over it drastically i think that speaking of kanye i think his biggest issue is that like instead of giving you full sentences he gives you bookends of like a, comp- a comprehensive sentence like well, if he not, said he's a he's not meant to talk he should he's not meant to the music but he was like oh you see yeah, he talks way too much but he still he doesn't say enough like when he's like oh 400 years 400 years yeah after like the like you think about it, that's a long period of time i told you yeah 
It's also because he doesn't, he doesn't, it's not even, he doesn't know what to say. He don't. He's not astute enough to know what to say. He just needs to like, I shouldn't even say astute, but you know what I'm saying? Like, he just needs to put it in the song because that's when you hear it the best. When he's just spouting it out, it's like, that's not how you communicate well. That's what I should say. That's yeah. not how you communicate well. You communicate well through music. So if you're feeling yeah. that, put it in a record and I'll get that. But when you just talk it, because if Kanye was in a record like, for the years, for the years, a nigga said yes, who the fuck he is, we'd be like, oh! <laughs> no, but but in, the, in, the, in the back, in the back, there's like horns and shit. There's a whole beat. There's a whole beat. John, yo, John Legend's in the background just singing about, yo, yo, Bro, Nick. we was all crazy. No, no, no. Yes. Sam, 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 do me, do me a favor. Like, yeah, shut Sam, up. Do me a favor. Keep saying that shit about Kanye in 400 years. Nick, please sing as John Legend sing 400 years in the background. Shut up, nigga. Like, go. go. Nah, Nick got to hit the vocals first so I can come in. Hey. <laughs> Pure slave. 400 years. Master said 400 years. <laughs> Cut my balls off for <laughs> You gotta keep going already, already, already. 400 years. 400 years. 400 years. Black passer. It's 400 like, years. After 400 years. 400 years. Uh, a nigga said, 400 years. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> and they just start screaming like, ah! <laughs> Oh my god, that's so fucking funny. It's not a bad song. That was actually that's a that was that was a that was a good song. Yeah. Keep them in the booth like that. You know what I'm saying? Keep them in the booth. Like, don't talk, please. You're not good at talking. Yeah, you're just not good at talking. It's fine. Yeah, but it's like I feel like once you prove that's that's a problem I have with like. I don't know if it's just success or just people, but like once you do one thing, people assume you can do all things. It's like that's not how it works. Nah. Like there's that clip. Remember that clip of like, I think it was DJ DJ Khaled at a basketball game, and then he grabbed the ball, started dribbling and shit. People started cheering. But you know what it is? You can do all things. And the sense is like you can't really spread your wings. But it's like what we were talking about before. It's like you got to know how you win. Yeah. I'm very aware of like how I win, dog. Like I'm a funny nigga, but I am not a group of niggas roasting funny. Mm-mm. Like just black, black, black. Like when I'm like with my homies or with, I'm down south and I'm with my homies down south and they just quack, quack. Them niggas have always been funnier than me in that environment. But I am in that environment, sleeper cell funny. I'll listen for a while and I'll fucking take a nigga's head off one time. Yeah. But I'm not rapid fire, nigga. We going, we going, we going. I don't have that. I'm not that. I'm not. So I'm never going to put myself in a situation where that is what it is and act like I do it. If I do, I'm not going to act like that's what I do. I don't. I don't. I know how I win. Like, I'm a person that needs to take time. We were talking about this the other day, like, with school and shit, what type of learner I was. Yeah. It's like, you know what I'm saying? I I wasn't as... I was a, I need to know everything learner, not a slow learner. I learned something fast, but the shit I learned fast was like reading comprehension, history, because they give you everything. They tell you the why, the how, and I need that to learn math. I was terrible because they just like, do it this way. Well, why? Because that's the way you do it. But why? 
Because the Greek nigga said it I one time. But that's the way you do it. So it was hard for me with math. It wasn't hard for me with history. It wasn't hard. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah, exactly. Like, I felt the same I'm way. I'm an emotional learner. I'm a let me understand the environment so I can understand the why learner. I just know how I win. You got to know how you win. And yeah. you're not, you don't win. No one wins everywhere. Nope. You can't what win every single way. You see successful people is they tailor a world for their wins. They tailor a world for how they are successful. That's what makes me think about again, like a guy like Jay, like Jay, Jay lyrically as a rapper will always win that way. But then it, you show him in any other scenario, he looks awkward as fuck. So he stays away from those. Like he doesn't like he doesn't act. He doesn't try stay to think about basketball. Stay how you win. Yeah, he knows how he, he knows how he wins. Yeah, I know how I I know what what I'm good at, and even when I'm growing, I know where my strengths are lying. That's important. And knowing your strengths is not accepting weaknesses. It's just knowing how you're strong. Yeah. And everybody's strong different. And the, yeah. the myth that we sell to people is you got to be strong in everything. You got to be able to conquer anything, punch anything in the face. It's like, that's not, not how nobody's living. Everybody's working through shit and there's shit people struggle with that they ain't quite through yet. And then there's shit people are super successful at. And then there's shit people are moderately successful at. Yeah. The fuck how it works. It's not just over. Like, no one's doing that. Yeah. Clearly, Drake's great at music, bad at life, bad at being a dad, bad at figuring out how to manage bitches, bad at who you make babies with. There's clearly places where he's not fucking knocking it out of the park. Exactly, exactly. Not their shit. It just looks different. Mm -hmm. That's facts. All right. So now here's the part of the show where I have to, I'm going to ask you for a song, something I'm going through. And Uh, um, this is what's going on. So basically, I'm at this point where, I'm trying to figure out whether some friendships or relationships are worth like nurturing and just letting them go. Mm. Like the other day, I had a friend that I used to talk to like every single day. We used to talk all the time. And then we didn't talk for like two, three months. And then one day I was like, hey, so what's up? And she was just like, oh, I'm good. It's just that like, I felt like, I felt like the friendship was one-sided for a while. So I felt bad. Now, internally I wanted to be like, well, why didn't you fucking say that back then? because shit's been crazy but like why don't you say that we could have talked about that shit we've been friends for a long time but another part of me was just like do i want to ex- use the energy to salvage this relationship and now i'm trying to like i'm at this point I'm like damn like it's not like i don't i dislike people or whatever but it's like do i have are they worth me using energy to save this Ooh. does that make sense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause, yeah, it's just been like a R and B bitch. It feels like it feels emotional, like that. It is. That's how it's how emotional. But it's like, because I keep thinking about it in just other ways too. Where it's like, there's some people I think I thought about where it's just like, oh, we've had real out and out like beefs. Like we've almost fought. Or some crazy shit happens. But it's like, no, I still know in my mind. I will still work to save or make sure this friendship works out. I'll still like, oh, or sometimes you do shit. Sometimes you do certain things where it's like you'll put up with one thing with one person, but not the other. Or one scenario, not this other scenario, whatever, what have you. So it's just like I'm trying to just trust that more myself. Trust what exactly. Trust like that my uh, not just my subconscious, but just like my experience and uh, my decision making is good. To make the decisions of who to keep 
and 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 who to who yeah to, who to keep who to like put to push it aside. All right, I know we should play. I think it's the best way for you because you you need, in my opinion, it's like mad shit is coming at you at once, and it's not in this like life way, more in this emotional way. Like, yeah, mad feelings are coming at you at once because you're like you're growing and you're and you're starting to see the perspective of it all. Like, you're starting to see how things serve you. It's mm -hmm. like at some point we live in a life where it doesn't matter what serves us or what doesn't. We just consuming. If that makes any sense. We just consuming. We just want everything because we just want to feel something. And then we go to this thing where we're starting to decide like what we want to feel. And then you got to start to decide do the things serve you or not. Does the stuff that you've been consuming, like you change your diet, is it good for you, right? And then there's yeah. those those friends that are they were, but they weren't. And then you got to say, like, is it enough good to take the bad or was it too much bad to take the good or like what the fuck that flow is? You know what I'm saying? I think you got to play French. Um, I can't think of the title. I was just trying to look it up, but it's uh, that joint was like, fuck away from these niggas, fuck away from these hoes. It's on his first album. All we do is flex. I think it's called I Told Him. Mm -hmm. I do fuck with French. That's how I told him. Yeah, and I fuck with French. I fuck, I, I fuck with French heavy. Yeah, I think that's it. Because I feel like when I was... I feel like I was in the same space at one point. And when I was there, I was just like, I need to get away from everybody because everybody's just pulling my energy. Yeah, yo. The motherfuckers that I, I think I fuck with. It's all like I'm just at this place of transformation and I don't feel like no one gets it and no one will get it but me. And the real answer is just to get away from everybody. Yeah, bro. I get that. And it's just myself. Yeah. It's like I think I've been more cognizant of it too because like, you know, because we're having this downtime and then the whole corona thing. Then on, on, on top of that, just like, you know coming to terms with the whole like my ex passing away and shit and how like and how I'm trying to figure out how yeah. to get through this and just like yo I'm in a I'm in a space right now where it's just like I can't expect people to be like oh I'm gonna drop everything and support you know and stuff to have their own shit but I gotta know how to protect myself and just how to make sure I heal in the proper yeah, way yeah that's what I'm saying and it's like but you're also looking but you don't even really know what you're looking for you gotta get away from everybody yeah yeah it's like one of those times where it's like you gotta sit with yourself mm-hmm and that's why I feel he's kind of like in this weird way saying in his song. Because you listen to this album, it's like French is that nigga at this point, right? He done, he done blew up. This is his first album, but it's like French is, you know what I mean? Fucking mixtapes and albums he had put out before this. So this, oh, was, yeah. this was like the project, you know what I'm saying? And he's really in the industry now. And I always listen to this song is like not a flex, even though it's all flexy talk. And I think that's the secret to rap. Is if you just listen to it and you don't listen to it, it's just niggas grabbing a dick and saying egregious shit. But if you, if you really, it, yeah, shit going on. Yeah, that's yeah, I, I, yeah, exactly. Like I was watching, like again, like I remember when four, when Jay Z dropped four four four, everyone was just like, I can't believe Jay Z could get so emotional. I was like, no, but he's he's been that. 
He's been that. He's been doing that since day yeah. one. So this French song, I always listen to it like when he said, "Get the fuck away from these niggas, fuck away from these hoes." You know what I'm saying? Like he was trying to get away from everything. I I always thought of him leaving by himself. I didn't think of it as a crew of niggas on the jet. I always thought of it like he just needs to go away. Yeah, yeah. That a place where it's all coming so crazy and so quick, and like he's grown and he can't discern it all. It's like I just got to get out of here. Yeah. So they yeah. ask me where I'm going. I could go anywhere, but I'm going to fuck away from these niggas, <laughs> fuck away from these hoes. Like I'm going as far away from any of this shit I could get. Yeah, and if French can do anything, that's motherfucker that will walk away from shit. Yeah, I just always felt like that's where he was at with this. Like I never would know. But I always think that's what he was at. No, I feel like no, I feel like French because as, as as like I like French a lot, and one thing I liked, I liked, uh, I think it was like his fourth mixtape, the, the Mac and Cheese Four, the, the sampler or whatever. And you heard him finally able to be like, all right, now I can fully say the shit I've been feeling for a long time. Yeah, man. Before, he, had, he had to have like metaphor and shit like that, but this this one he was just like, yo, like when you real. listen to it, when you listen to a song, he's talking about being on a jet, and he's like, pilot asked me where I'm going. So I always looked at it like he, it's after a show. He's exhausted. He's done everything. He's given he's given his energy to everybody, and he just gets on a jet by himself. And the pilot's like, "All right, so we're two. And he's like, "Nigga, away from everybody. And where can you find me with nobody's around?" That's got to be the most. That has to be the, the dopest flex, like a scary experience to be like you're on a plane, a private jet. You're like, where are you going? You just, just, just fly, just fly. Just fly somewhere. I'm sure that's not how it works. I know it's not. That's not how it works. But that's that, what yeah, but but still, like even though, like <laughs> even like you wake up, like you wake up that morning, like I want to fly later tonight. Where are we going? I yeah, don't man, know. PJ shit is crazy. My first PJ was like, what? PJs are nuts. Yeah, it's just nuts that you can do any of that. But some yeah, it's like you shouldn't be able to do this. But then you're like, <laughs> the American in me is like, well, if you have the money, I deserve it. Like I, I, like, I remember, it. yeah. Like I was talking, like, and it's funny how, like, little things like that happen. And, it, like, I remember when you took me uh, courtside, right, at, at Madison Square Garden, and I saw how people treated us on our way to our seats. And I was just like, yeah, I do deserve it. I do deserve it. that on purpose, though. You got to feel that shit so you don't be a bum. Yes. If, if you are a bum for the rest of your life after this, you know you that there's better shit going on. You can't be a comfortable bum no more. Nope. I think that's important. Yeah, 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 I feel that. I feel that. That's that's. There's so many motherfuckers that don't see anything outside their circle, so they're comfortable being losers. Oh yeah. And like think, you gotta see something else, so you don't be comfortable sitting in some crazy shit. You gotta, yeah, you gotta know more shit. Exists. Even if you don't like the other shit, you still gotta know that it fucking exists because you're gonna find some shit that you do like. Yeah, and you're like, damn. Yeah. And you gotta I, not like now. I don't want to go back. I'm not trying to. There's no other way to go to a basketball game. At least first five. Why? Yeah. I watch it at home. And I'm not gonna flex. No, I'm not gonna flex. I still after that I went to I think made two yeah, more basketball it games. Feel, it didn't feel good. It felt cool. It was cool. It was just like it was my first year living in Brooklyn. I was, I was at the Nets game. And I was just like, all right, this is the new. T- I, I was excited about the new team and shit. But at the same time, I remember they showed courtside. It's like, oh, Bill Clinton's right there. Or fucking what, what's the I name feel, of the? I what? feel like it's even like how it looked. Like when you said courtside, you're like, oh, I'm watching the game. I really see what them niggas is doing. I really or, call every call. 
We went to that play. Watching the game, and when you're way up there, you're like, "Oh, I'm just at the game, my nigga." Nigga. Also, we went to that. We went to that. We went to that. We went to that, we went to that, went to that play. We went to that play. We sat front front. Oh, that was fun too. I, I was just. I remember watching that shit, and like that shit changed my whole scope of just like why people go out, why you do, why you do shit, why you work hard. To do some cool, like to do some cool shit. For real, yeah. To feel like when I when I watched the nigga, I watched the tear forming a dude's eye and watched you it. You know, so trash niggas who don't work hard and niggas who settle for life because that's really what it is, and that's the thing. That's the key in America that it's like it's a hard bottom line to talk when there's racial inequalities and yeah, you know, financial inequalities. But the real bottom line is. The motherfuckers who don't push. It sucks when the motherfuckers who don't push tell the niggas that did push, you shouldn't want to see it like that. You should want to see it how I see it. And it's like, no. <laughs> that's, that's not fucking right, nigga. Like, why do you need to see the tear? Everyone should be sitting far away. What the fuck are you talking about? Oh, everyone shouldn't. That's that's a wild notion. <laughs> like, yeah. we're all making choices. We're making you know choices, and it's like that's we're a, all that's, making choices. Yeah, and I think that like what's been motivating motivating factor that's experiences like that, and I try to try to have those on my own as well. Just to be like, all right, well, I'm doing basically showing myself that I deserve to see the best I can see. Yes. To see the best, I have to work. I have to work hard enough to, but, to be around shit. And the thing is, like, just because some people you feel didn't doesn't change the fact that you do. And I think that's yeah. the hardest thing for people to get. It's like, just because you see a person who didn't work hard, it doesn't change the fact that you need to. You have to, bro. We're going, we're living, we're living, we're living different, we're living different lives. And that's a fact. And that's a fact. Because it's like, I think about it like when I'm able to give my kid more, I don't want somebody trying to tell my kid, well, you shouldn't have more or you got more because of, and therefore you should give your more to everybody. Like, no, because I busted my ass to get it for a reason. For a reason. Yeah. Now, does the disparity need to be as great as it is? Of course not to be as fucked up as it is? No. Do motherfuckers need to be making as much money as they're making? No. Like, when I saw that Jeff Bezos was going to be the first trillionaire, I was like, all right, so money's fake, because you can just yeah. be anything. You can be I anything. Mean, you're yeah. at a number that we don't even have. Well, we, yeah, what? We, the trillion dollars, no one got that. No one even knows what to do. Who cares? Yeah. Like, all right, nigga. So I get that, but I also don't like the extreme adverse to that, which is just like, Give everybody everything, no matter what anybody's doing. Oh no, <laughs> that don't work either. That does not. That does not work. It's like that. I think it's just that's a, that's a part of getting older too. I realize where it's just like it used to be like, oh, billionaires should give away everything they have, and it's just like, oh, that's such, a, that's such a kid mentality. It's like you didn't. They, yeah, it's, it's, it's not. Child's way of yeah, that's, that's, Every that's, time that's, I see it, I'm like, oh, those are children. And when I see adults know, doing it, they just haven't grown up. Yeah, so no, that's not that's not how things work. No one should give up all of their anything, and it's all relative. So if you should tell a billionaire to give up all his shit, then you also like that shit is only going to trickle down so far. So yeah. there's people. I grew up in the projects, but I had a I had a canopy bed. 
them niggas thought I should give up my shit. When, where does it stop? Where does the who should give up what end? At what at what means? But yeah. or should we give everybody the opportunity? Opportunity. Yeah, that's that's what that is. Yeah. Same shit. That's the problem. So it's like if you want to have a real conversation, I do agree. There should be no such thing as a private school. There should be no way to pay for the better education because education is an advantage. It's a life advantage. Mm-hmm. And if the playing field is not even, then we're not playing the same sport. We're not. And that's unfair. So if you have one education, it should just be very good for everybody. Yeah. Now we all run in the same race. That's an argument. That makes sense to me. But everybody give away their shit because I don't have shit. That's a bum nigga. Yeah. Or even like. I look around that. That's not cool. Or looking at like basketball players too, being like, oh, these niggas got off the hood and they got, they they changed up. But it's like, no, even like, even for them to work hard. Like, you had to work in this flawed fucking system where, like, even there, like, it's not, it's, it used to be like, all right, you, you were nice as a kid, and you were nice in high school, you went to a good college, and then you were good. But now it's just like, all right, but there's special college, there's special high schools you can go to that can, like, help you get, get, get to the league. There are camps you can go to this shit. And it's like, if you don't have, if you don't have that privilege, then you're asked out. Yeah. So everyone, everyone deserves. Not yeah, that everyone. AIU, you shit, not that shit. Bro. Yeah, that shit, playing, like, or like, Ember nigga Brandon Jennings was like he played like he played overseas instead of going to college. Medical, like, I think your medical, your education, that should all be one thing. Yeah. And all that shouldn't come as one thing. You shouldn't be able to pay for better health care because then you're putting a, a number on people's lives. Shouldn't be able to pay for that. It should just be good health care for everybody. And your education, bro. Those two things should be public works and they should not have any privatization. The government does it, the government regulates it, and we all playing the same game. And yeah. then I'm ready, and then I'm ready to ball. Like, see, that's the thing. I don't like the motherfuckers that don't want to ball. Give me all the same shit. I'll fucking I'll suit up. Let's go. Let's go. Yep. I feel that. I feel Give that. Give everybody like... the shit they can't ball. They don't want to do that though. Yeah, people want to be given people like people want to be given everything up to like the success you can't and other motherfuckers don't want to even play a field the successful yeah. niggas don't want to even play a field because they don't want to they don't want to play with niggas bro mm-hmm. that's why the nba has the rules they have they don't want and one niggas really in there they oh. don't want to play with niggas it's like they don't want niggas hooping bro they try to make every way so niggas just don't hoop <laughs> like every fucking rule they can make yeah okay so carry anything that's they what? put their hands on that's why they. That's why they hated Allen Iverson so fucking much. Bro. They hate. Yo, I'm telling you, I have a. I have a full conspiracy theory. I sincerely believe that the malice in the palace, right? The whole thing, like not the whole thing, but like the cup being thrown, right, to set off on our test. That was an NBA official that did that shit, bro. It wasn't though. There's video. No, they, no, they don't know. They don't know. You don't know. You don't know where the cup came from. Because remember, because no, it came from the stands. But I remember, he he runs up the stands, and the niggas want to punch. Yeah, it's just bro, like, nigga, but it came from the stands. But who? But yeah, but it could be an official in the fucking stands, nigga. Nah, that was just a white privileged man. I no, that I really up on a real nigga. I and feel like yo, all the fans, NBA official, bro. Because no, because and I feel like no, there's, there's a whole documentary on the nigga who threw the cup. Oh damn. You're actually 100 wrong. Now I'm thinking about it. There's a, a, a run on test. No real shit. There's a run on test documentary on um 
Facebook, I mean, on um, Showtime, where they go to Queensbridge, they go through his whole life and how he's had mental issues and emotional issues his whole life and people kept skirting around it and he was just from the hood and niggas didn't know what to do. And then it goes to the cup shit, mouse at the palace. It goes to the nigga who threw the cup. And then it's like, that nigga was an alcoholic and he had his own problems. So at the same time, now our test went to get his shit straightened out mentally, that nigga was in rehab. And then our test goes to that nigga's house and like meets the nigga and they become friends. It's not all in documentary, but like not every stage of it, but they talk about it, they show the nigga and shit. So he was who was, just, the, well, who, was the, who was the nigga that said that shot Kennedy? Who was the nigga that said that, that they said Lee shot Harvey Kennedy? Oswald. Yeah, they, he didn't do that. No, they could they could Lee Harvey Oswald did that they don't even But it's our test is in it. He's saying this the nigga that threw the Because cup. they paid because he paid they paid the nigga so uh, now our, you think crazy ass Ron our test. Yes. 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 Not a nigga that's just gonna do. I am, but I, I, I ain't finished my, I ain't finished my theory. I ain't finished my theory. I ain't finished my theory. All right. What I will say is that shit was that shit. No, I feel all right. Okay. I, I will pivot a little bit. I'll pivot a little bit. Right. While that wasn't fake, I do feel like the response to it, the David Stern response, that was designed to destroy Allen Iverson. I, I think it was designed to destroy what he represented. Exactly. Yes. Yes. That's 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 what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I was talking shit, but still, like yeah. the niggerdom and the niggardry that was coming into the NBA. He wanted a certain type of look and a certain type of league. He was a Jordan era nigga, wear a suit, and Iverson was being too crazy, and that was just a reason. But that is typical, right? If we look at white society and how it reacts to black society, it's always been that. It's always been. They're doing too much. And then one act, and they're like, shut it down. So yeah. it's like, that was typical. Yeah, so I was wrong, but I was right. No. I was still right, you yes. No, I was, still, I was still right. No, I was wrong, but I was right. No, no. I was wrong, but I could have been right. So technically, I'm still wrong. Right. And then you made another point. And that but I made another point that was right. That pivoted. That, that was like, I was a continuation so you were on the wrong? first point. And I, then I was right. So I'm right. I mean, I guess that's life. You're wrong, then you're right. Sure. Yeah, exactly. That was that was learning. I was learning. But yeah. That was learning. I really, that <laughs> All was right. learning. It's 6.03. I got shit to do. <laughs> All right, my nigga. Thank you so much for doing the podcast, man. We appreciate it. Uh, can't wait for your special to drop. Uh, you're my favorite comic. I say that all the oh, fucking shut time. Up. Bye, nigga. Have fun. Damn, nigga. I can't I can't show you no goddamn Bye. love. <laughs> <laughs> Why'd she do that? <laughs> oh my god! All right, Nick. Well, uh, that's the show, I guess. All right, everybody. Uh, thank you for listening, and uh, we're done. Bye, guys. Again. What's up with you? What's going on? Let him know he'll prescribe you a song. Turn the volume up. I suggest you to run this live request. Welcome to Brain Machine Network. Dot com.